Good news, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Boke and Bougie podcast. I'm Chrissy. I'm Quinn. I hope you guys are having a wonderful um, midweek. Are you having a good midweek? I mean, there's no such thing as a good midweek. It's just the midweek. <laughs> I know, but you're like halfway done with the week. That's yeah. I feel like that's a good week. That's why it's called like hump day. You're like over the hump. Are this- hump day? You know, that's my favorite commercial. Why I would know. you say that? It's like, this is the hump. Hump. That's why I like today. Like, I don't think of anything about midweek. I doesn't, none of that shit matters to me. But Wednesday, I love that commercial. You're like, guess what day it is? The camel? You know what yes. I'm talking about? And then he's walking oh, through the office. God. And she's like, it's she's hump like, day. Hump day. <laughs> it's hump day. <laughs> At first, I never got why it was called hump day. And then I realized why. Because you're over the hump. Or you're supposed to be. Unless you have a really bad Thursday. But then at least on Thursday, it's like, oh. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. And then it's the weekend. Like, if I can get through just till tomorrow, then that's how it is. So, huh, interesting. I'm so mm-hmm. um, enlightened by the recent events that just transpired. Tell me more. Um, that <laughs> update we were talking oh. about. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, tell me more. Uh, hump day. That's it. I mean, some people are perverted and think hump day means like actual hump day. But um, oh, like to actually like knock the boots. Yeah. I don't have a hump. I don't know. Wednesday wasn't a real humpy day for me. No, I don't think Wednesday's a real humpy day for anyone. That's why I don't feel like how people will be like, oh, it's hump day. But people, like- I swear, Chrissy, me and you live in two different worlds. Because things that go on in your world where you're like, people are talking about this, or people are debating this. I'm like, I've never heard anyone say hump day was about knocking the boots, ever. Uh, Yes, you have. You just don't pay attention. Because one of them, um, the person that did is we're mutual friends with. I guess you're not his friend anymore. (laughs) Oh, he did you know what I'm talking on Instagram. About. Yes, I he, he used to talk about it all the time. So I'm like, what are you talking about? We live in two different worlds. He was like, you know what? You're you know what? Perspective. <laughs> Maybe I don't pay attention to enough stuff. Yeah. You're like, you knew that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, like he puts it on his Instagram. You you're I right. He you does. Now that like I'm consciously thinking of it, you're you're correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss stuff on social media. That's why I'm t- okay. So let's talk to the people about our subject today because. We, I just, full disclaimer, I am like so vanilla to this topic. Like, I, Me, no, I, I don't even, Christy, I don't even follow one influence, not one. I literally was talking about, well, you follow celebrities, they're influencers too. They're considered influencers. Some of the top influencers are like the Kardashians and people like that. Those are considered influencers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that, that puts it a little bit more in perspective, perspective yeah. then, because I thought you were talking about these just Instagram people. Well, Instagram people too, because that's that's where the name of the I would never follow yeah. Kim Kardashian. So, if she didn't have I Kim wouldn't Kim say Kardashian. Kim Kardashian would without influencers, they would have never called her an influence. They probably would have called her something else. But because okay. of the rise of influencers off of 
Instagram and social media. You have now put into people, I feel that couldn't put into categories, into categories. And instead of saying, oh, she's a reality TV star, they say she's an influencer. They call Kylie an influencer. Those are considered also two influencers. Um, Why we are talking about influencers for the studio audience. (laughs) 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 Um, Is based off of a a documentary that I watched on HBO called Fake Famous, but also a discussion I've had with multiple people and I've seen across social media platform, especially as people were getting very upset um, about this documentary, i.e. some of the influencers. So it got put on my radar because I do follow an influencer and she put it on her social media and laughed. And she said, I find this entertaining and very funny. She was like, because some of the points the guy had in the movie are actually accurate. So I went and looked up the hashtag fake famous. And most of these influencers are were pissed off. They did not like that documentary. Um, Give us a summary of this documentary. Yeah, so the summary of the documentary is he put out a thing across... Um, social media or whatever and basically a casting call he had forty thousand people show up and the one thing was um question he asked was do you want to be famous and so they had a panel of social media managers and all kinds of other people to interview these people they end up narrowing it down to three and their whole thing was could they make them fake famous could they make them instant Instagram influencers. Um, all these people had less than 1,100 um, followers. Okay. So one of the, the girl had like 1,100. Can't remember how many of the guys had. I think one of the guys had like 3,000 followers, maybe. Um, so it was basically taking these three people, a girl and two guys, Uh and trying to see if they can make them famous. Um, What I got from it was very interesting. And one of the interesting facts was two of the people who were both of the guys actually had a hard time with the guy, the producer, the guy that did the documentary, um, buying them follows. Girl, not only can you buy follows that I learned, you can buy comments on a post. No. Yes. So if I have a post From and a I don't have a lot of engagement. From a robot? Huh? From a robot? Oh, but what do you mean they can buy comments? I can, the, no, no, no. Robots. They're not all robots. That's the thing. That's mm-hmm. another thing too. They're not all generated bots. Some of them are, but some of them are not. Um, and he explains that too. So you can buy comments. So if I have, say, I'm trying to be an influencer, I'm trying to do an ad or paid, whatever, I'm not getting a lot of engagement. I can, there is a thing where you can go buy comments and then I can buy comments from people. Also learn too, this is why people still, remember my Instagram got hacked and I was like, why would someone hack my Instagram? It doesn't make any sense. 
all this stuff. And then they like took over my page and whatever. They use real people's pages. So I have, uh. I, have I have things. They just change the names. That's all they do. Change the names in the emails and then they use them. So it looks like legit engagement. So there's like a market to go and actually like hack real people's accounts and sell their information and okay so when you go into those details I think it would make sense like not to rush your story but that basically what we're talking about today is like you've had conversations in your social groups and there's been conversations in social you know media platforms that without influencers like if all the influence were to leave the like market would crash the like when you said that to me, what was my original reaction? You were like, wait, what? Like, you don't, you said this is not a real conversation. Like, this right. isn't a real thing. And I was like, no, Quinny. Like, how are we going to talk thing. about this in an episode? And you're yeah. like, oh, no, it's an episode. I'm like, how? I, I It's a real thing. So I had a conversation because I was, again, on Instagram. I looked through the comments. That was in one of the comments. Then I read it in an article. A guy wrote an article um, or a blog or whatever about if all the influencers left, would it be very catastrophic to our environment? That's what he put it in. He put it, would it be catastrophic to our environment? Kind of like the 2008 housing crash. 2008 housing crash basically put us in a depression, you know? Um, And he was saying, would that, if influencers went away, all influencers, like people who do health, people who do fitness, um, people who market their brands or just market themselves. They all went away. Would we be able to literally move on with our life and go about and do our job? And would we be missing a void? And so he was like, you probably would be missing a void for maybe the first six months. He said, and then after that, he felt, he said the void would be filled because with social media platforms um, and technology these days and just the way things are evolving, he was like, within the six months, someone will fill that void with something else. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and then we would move on from that. And Mm -hmm. he got, he gave like a really good thing of like, he was saying that, you know, once upon a time you had eight tracks and when, eight tracks weren't a thing anymore they moved to cassette tapes and then everyone forgot about cassette um eight tracks because cassette tapes were the most popular thing yep and then then cds came along oh, and, this, and then no one used tapes anymore can't mm-hmm. even find a tape player in a car anymore because cds were all the new rave and the right. thing he was like and now People don't even buy CDs anymore. He was like, because of streaming services. He was like, once upon a time, he was like, everything that people doubted was like, oh no, no, we can't do that. And then it gets big and then you forget about the next thing. He was like, no one buys CDs anymore because everyone streams. Why would you buy a CD that you have to actually plug in and put in when you can just tap your phone and play music from it? Stream that service. Tell your Alexa to play something, you know? Um, He was like, you move on. He said, so if influencers were to be obsolete and gone, Mm -hmm. we would fill a void because right now there's really nothing else that is at the level of it. He said, but then 
he said, you would literally move on. And he says, will some companies hurt? Yeah, because this is what they do. That um, documentary had other like social media managers and different people they interviewed. And some of the people were like, yeah, our whole company put all our marketing budget into social media um, ads, social media platform, basically getting influencers to do the marketing for them or social media marketing. So I was like, that's super interesting. And then um, the article also brought up how social media managers in 2010, social media managers didn't even exist as a job. Social media, anything didn't exist as a job because social media wasn't anything. He was like, there was literally MySpace. (laughs) And he was like, people weren't really doing ads on MySpace like they do on Facebook or they do on Instagram, you know? He was like, are they doing Twitter? He was like, it, that just wasn't a thing. So he was seeing how, how we evolved in the 10 and 11 years. And he said, if something is taken away, you get evolved again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think about how we used MySpace and MySpace was like all the rage and it was like such a big thing. But like, we didn't use MySpace the way Instagram is used. Like we use MySpace more to promote ourselves, to promote what we were doing. Kind of like, I would even consider it like a pen pal on the internet. Like that's what MySpace kind of was. Like you talk to your people, your settings might've grown a little bit more if like you thought someone's top friend was cute and they weren't your friend. And then you message them or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I guess it was a pen pal thing. I feel like you were branding yourself, but you didn't even know you were branding yourself because you were branding your page. Remember like with the coding came out and you found oh, yeah, out. Oh you decorated like, it, you put yeah, your you songs. Yeah, you decorated And everyone yeah, was like always trying to go to someone's page to see what they were doing. And you have like top eight. So we were like, who is in the top eight? Oh, we're not friends. Yes. I'm not in yes. your top eight. Like to me, it yeah, is. They were like, like a girl where it's like, oh, like her top yeah. eight were like, hey, I don't know two of those guys. Like, how do we not know those guys? Like, you know what I mean? It was just, yeah. But people also more like grew that. on, um, I would say MySpace. I oh yeah, like- Tequila Tequila, remember? That's Tequila how- Tequila, um, what's the name? What's that guy's name? He was founded on MySpace. He used to sing that song. You're so beautiful, girl. And all you want to do is her. our love is soon. Oh, Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston, yeah, he was there. You go. So I do. Oh my God, do you remember Charm? Yes, yes. He was yes. huge on my. Stage. Yes, he was huge. See, that was the thing. And then I feel like they didn't monetize it. They that was not monetized because we knew charm in real life. Well, they monetized it by going on reality shows because that's how okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happened with Tila Tila. She got her own. No, I mean like monetizing, I mean monetizing MySpace. It gave them different avenues. Whereas now, like you're saying, these influencers, like there's some people who can charge so much money. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. What do you do? And they're like, Oh, she's a YouTuber or she's a this. And I'm like, yeah. They talked about, um, they talked about Kim Kardashian. I think she charges for one Instagram post. I think it's like a crazy amount of money. 
I want to say, don't quote me, but I believe it's like $750,000 she charges for one post. And I mean, people, companies will pay that though. People will pay that. So I also feel like too, it gives them a platform, but it also gives them, it gives a business to these people too. Because obviously we, we met Kim Kardashian off of a, a you know, a reality show. And then she utilized the social media platform to become like an influencer. But mm-hmm. some of these people, we don't know them until you, a friend posts them or they come and you go and you have a, a huge following. Um, so what the guy had said that 40 million um, in the thing, and a lot of people are at least on Reddit was like, I think that's inaccurate that 40 million people have over a million followers on Instagram. Wow. Well, that was the whole premise of why he's saying fake famous. Mm-hmm. Are, do these people really have that many followers? That's the whole premise of it. He gives claim that, um, and then I think he said there's over 40 million who have over 1 million followers on Instagram. And then there was like, another amount of money or amount that I couldn't find, I was looking for it, but that had over a hundred thousand followers. He said, basically, if that's half of the population, he's saying half of the population of the United States, just the United States, not any other country, um, basically has over a hundred K and up followers. He said, is that true? And that's the whole thing of how he goes into fake famous of basically is I'm going to see if I can make these people famous. And he did. He made one of the girl or the, the other two guys start to have moral issues with what he was doing. I find that funny because you kind of signed up for this documentary kind of knowing what he was doing. I mean, you knew what he was doing. He was, they were very transparent of what they were doing. They were going to make you famous, um, <laughs> fake famous. Um, she did not have any moral issues with it. And, huh? she, and no, no, she didn't. At the end, she did. But um, at the beginning, she didn't. She put in the work for it. She got paid vacation. She was getting all these things. They had bought her. Um, he went and checked this fact thing, but he said he didn't know if it was actually true or not. But they had bought her already over like 100,000 followers in the middle of the documentary. And they bought them at different times, not all together. So they bought like the first was 10,000 and then they would shoot it up. And then over time, she was getting, you know, her own organic followers. She was doing things with other social media people. Um, and other influencers. So she was getting her organic. So it was a point where she was like at 175K followers. And they said, which he went to one of these sites that will tell you that your authentic um, followers, half of her followers were actually supposedly real. 95,000K of her followers. Remember, she only started with 1,100 followers yeah. were actually real. And that's what he was trying to see. Also, once she started to get these followers, Brands, he was like, we didn't even have to do half the work we thought we were going to do. We thought we were going to have to reach out to brands. They weren't even reaching out to brands. Brands were reaching out to her. Can I send you this? 
can I see? I didn't, I didn't even know how this is. Can I buy you? She got to go to like Rodeo Drive and pick out new pair of shoes because this company was like, we just want you to take pictures. We want you to go into the store, pick out your shoes that you want free and just take pictures and tell us how much you like them in videos that's and so post cool. it. And that's crazy. But as she said, which was, I mean, I, I'm with it right with you um, or not with you, but with people there, she said, if I literally can post pictures all day and sit by my pool and still make money without having like to go into a job, why wouldn't I want to do that? Because how long do you think you're going to be able to do that for? Well, yeah, like, I feel like- What's your real skill? Like the people that I follow, like I follow celebrities, but it's like they're an actress or like a reality TV show star. And it's only certain reality TV stars that I follow too, where it's like, it has to be something that they're doing that like is impressive to me. And it's like some of these people where it's like just sitting at home, not working and sitting in front of a pool. That's not impressive to me. Sorry, that's not impressive to me either. So I follow a- influencer her name is Chanel and Alana and I follow her because to me she is very real she's been real about everything she went through a divorce she was real about that sharing custody with her husband she's real about that what I like about her is she actually curates content all on her own she loves Halloween so for Halloween she did 31 days of Halloween where I mean every single day was a different costume that she made or bought and she put she literally did the backdrops or outside every single thing and I mean when these when I say these costumes were freaking impressive they were impressive they weren't some of them were just like bought from the store but just the way she did it she did the same thing for Valentine's Day she did 14 days of Valentine's Day dresses she also curates um charcuterie boards like mm-hmm. candy charcuterie boards. So she did one, a skeleton one, and it looked like all his guts were out, but it was candy. I mean, people are interested yeah. in stuff like that. So I things like yeah. that, to me, I mean, it's great because she's a mother. So a lot of things resonate to mothers. I see a lot, she retweets a lot of things or reposts a lot of things. A lot of people are like, I did this for my kids. This was great. You show me how to do this. This was was awesome. We did this with my kids, you know? So a lot of things, because she does a lot of things too with her kids. I like her sense of style of fashion. And then I like her mother. Her mother is her troll. Her mother literally trolls her. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I I don't know. The way I use social media is differently because I, I, maybe I use it like an old person because I use it like my face or it's still <laughs> promoting myself like what me and my family are doing and I look yeah. to see what my, my friends are doing but I don't follow people's lives that I don't really know outside of like maybe gossiping that's what I was saying like how I use social media is like gossiping <laughs> gossiping maybe not gossiping about people but you know what I mean yeah. like oh you can be nosy and no one knows like you know it's like a guilty pleasure type of thing like I definitely use it for different things. I remember I was talking to a girl on Clubhouse. She started following me on my Instagram, which I don't have a lot of followers. And she called me an influencer. And I was like, I'm not an influencer. I don't influence shit. And I was like, I hope people don't think I'm trying to influence them anything. I'm just sharing what 
I want to share. And if I'm very passionate about something, then I'm going to put that on there. I love Starbucks cups. I'm not going to tell you to go buy Starbucks cups so you can raise the price of my Starbucks cups. Hell no, don't do that shit. I just want you to see my Starbucks cups. There's a girl that we know mutually. Like I, I don't feel comfortable calling her a friend, but I, I do know her. And she like went on this whole thing where she like cleaned up her Instagram because she was like, yeah, I'm becoming an influencer. And I'm just like, oh, I've never, yes. I've never, remember how shocked I was about that? That's what I'm saying. Like all of that stuff is just kind of like, like. That it's so be funny real. because her Instagram now is very like trying to be this fitness influencer. And I just like, girl, I laugh. And she just talks about like these health products. And I think that's good because I think there's also, There's so many different ranges of influencers. I think people who are activists have a very inspirational um, and are in our influence are influencing you. I'm a human traffic advocacy. So a lot of people who talk about that, I follow them. Um, I know people talk about climate change and what is happening. Some people aren't really selling something to you. They're actually trying to, influence the world to be a better person you know to be mm-hmm. or be a better place to be like hey this is what hap- happening you might not see this on mainstream media but you can come to instagram and you can see it i follow sex positive one is shen um Boudram, um and i really like her she talks right now she talks a lot about motherhood because she just had a baby and how it was way different than she ever thought it was going to be, especially her platform being all about positive sex positivity, you know, mm-hmm. and sex and her and her husband being very candid and open. And then it's like, wait, can I be this way now? Because I have a child now. I used to not have a child. So could I talk like that? I don't know. I mind the businesses that pay me and other and people. So, well, she has a whole show. Uh, it, it, she is paid for it. So, I mean, she started. No, I said, I mind the businesses that pay me. <laughs> like, I don't follow, like, I don't, like, I like either reality TV that's just yeah. trash or I like scripted television. But, like, you know how people will follow, like, YouTube families and stuff like that. Like, oh, I don't know. That. That's I don't weird follow. to me. I don't follow. All of it's weird to me. All of the stuff you're talking family. about, like, no judgment on you, but full judgment. Like, I think you're a complete weirdo no. by some of the stuff that I you mean, I probably follow. am because I follow a lot of people. One of my favorite people to follow, she doesn't post too much because she's super busy. She just had an interview also too with Obama. So shout out to Noelle from the Bronx. Um, I followed this girl, Noelle Santos, before she opened a bookstore. She's a very advocate about books. And you know, I read. And this yeah. is just a girl that is color wanting more, you know, um, representation out there and bookstores that are owned by us, not the big mainstream bookstores. And she decided to, when all the bookstores in the Bronx got shut down and she couldn't advocate anymore, she said, you know what, I'm going to open my own goddamn bookstore. And she did. She opened the Lit Bar. Um, and the Lit Bar right now is huge. And she uses her platform and representation to shine a light on those who can't shine a light. Um, on people and she could open her bookstore anywhere but she didn't she opened it in the Bronx she's from the Bronx she opened it in the Bronx the only bookstore in the Bronx right now literally and it's owned by a black woman and I love it and she just had an interview with Obama um and I thought that was huge I was like what she was um just they I want to say Versace Valentino 
Valentino did this whole thing about how they were going to shine lights on um, small bookstores, um, small bookstore owners. And she was one that got chosen. So she got to say her favorite piece and get dressed up. And it was awesome. And then she posted it like on um, her page and on the lip bars page. Um, but I feel like she's so influential because she literally quit her job, her corporate job to open this bookstore and literally took a part-time job at like Barnes and Noble. So she can learn the ins and out of how a bookstore ran. Crazy. Big thumbs up for that woman. Crowdfunding and everything. And so these are the people that I follow because I am like, wow, this is so inspiring to me. And maybe not to me, you know, I, I will send it to other people. But I mean, just like you, I send it, we send, we shoot the shit. <laughs> but as I said, I be on there cutting up. It is not like for educational purposes. Like I shoot the shit with my friend Madison. We send shit to each other all day during the day. Yeah, that's the only on way I use Instagram. Well, I, we talk about this like offline. We're like, I don't yeah. think social media is real. Like, I don't think anyone's relationships is as great as it looks. I don't think anyone's oh, life no. is great. I don't believe the relationship thing. Not at all. I don't all. think any of it. Like, I don't think any yeah. of it's good. Like, if you go on my Instagram, I promise y'all it's not as good as it looks. Like, someone was like, oh my God, you have so much fun. And I'm like, why would you say that? They're like, your Instagram. I'm like, that's a like the smallest, like, on a hundred percent pie, that's like fifteen percent of my life, maybe, maybe. maybe that 15. I will say, and and it's the best part highlighted. It is not like everything else. I'm not gonna lie though. When I lived in New York, my life was lit. So as much fun it looked like I was having on my social media, I really was having that much fun. <laughs> but what you don't see is the grind that I had to do to have that much fun. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. Like, I you didn't have that much fun. And it's yeah, like, that, okay. that fun did not come in an easy price. I lived that life and had that much fun because of the shit. The sacrifices. All the sacrifices yeah. I have to do. So yeah, I'm not going to put all those on there. I'm going to put this. Now my life here in Atlanta is a little bit more boring. I, don't post Vice, I always say self-inflicted though. Uh-huh. I said self-inflicted. Maybe it's because you're living vicariously through all these influencers. You need to go out and- I don't follow people. a lot of influencers. That's the thing. Even if you don't follow them, you follow them. Like, you know- Yeah, like when I get attached to one- I'm like, I'm like you know everything that's going about on. About I do. And there's only- Go like, build your own life out there. I do have my own life. I'm going to Nashville this weekend. So, booyah. I would I'm like, I think, you know what it is? My life. You know what? When you were in New York, you were influential because I just think about it. Like, I don't follow any influencers, but I followed you and your life was so fun, even though I talked to you like all the time. But like everything you posted, like I was a mom, I was at home, I had just had a baby. It was just like so nice to see how like active you were. And then now it's funny because I'm just like, you stay home a lot like you. I love my home. You're don't get me wrong. I mean, when people say like you buy a home, I feel like I'm that commercial. You are when you turn to your parents. Commercial when you turn into your parents. And it's like, do you really need a, a, a live love um last yes. night? I no do fussing, no cussing. No, yes, it's that one. No fussing. That is you. You bought your home and you turned into I your turned parents. Into my parents. Like I, but I don't I didn't turn into my parents because my dad can't stay home. Like he goes out and he's like everywhere. Yeah. 
but yeah I feel like I'm not I was watching it the other day I was like damn that's totally that you me? yeah no but your New York life was very influential and it was organic so I do believe that like you were yeah. saying the one girl from the Bronx where no she's not doing it for attention you didn't no, do it no. for attention it was just no. your life and you're highlighting life. your life yeah I was highlighting so. it um, I was. I do day. think it's important of what people to follow because I used to just like follow a bunch of people, but I don't have a lot of that plastic stuff on my timeline. Me like, neither. I got. I don't have a lot of that. Like sometimes I'll get more than I want because I follow a few of the Kardashians, um, and I'll have to like unfollow them so I can get some of that mess from showing up on my feed and things like that. But I had a friend who follows like all these beautiful influence people. And I'm like, that's not real. Like if that's what you're putting in your head every day after day after day, as much as you want to say, you're not going to be influenced by it. You are, I can't be influenced by someone's shitty life that I went to high school with because it's, you know, when I compare it to my (laughs) own, look it, look it. When I compare it to my own, I'm okay versus like if I only followed all celebrities who every weekend were getting on like yachts and, and I'm going to my regular regular smuggler nursing job you know what I mean like yeah I might be like sad so I think I saw this article or it was like not an article like maybe it was like a TED talk type of thing and they were talking about like if you're an influencer what are you influencing what are you pushing because mm-hmm. not for nothing you're just in marketing call it what it is you're selling an unrealistic life to people maybe that's why i don't like you're selling a brand whether that brand is you or that brand is the fake lifestyle you're imitating or whatever you are literally selling that i have a girl that i or a girl i went to college with and she was a blogger then not a big blogger just started off um and then we worked together at red light um and she started off that fashion is everything. And now she's a big influencer. She actually though talks about she's a mom and her experiences and different things. And, but the lifestyle she lives is super glamorous and it's great. Hell, she was on the cover of Martha Stewart weddings for her wedding. That was, I mean, but that might be her real life, but that is her real life. That literally is her real life. And I yeah. feel she ch- took her real life and made it into a blog and it was about her and her dog. And, and, and then she would do her fashion choices and walk down the street with her dog. It was great. And she still does that. She still wears amazing maybe, fashion maybe clothes that she always did. That's what we need to compare then yeah. or say that are separate because we're talking yeah. about two different things. You sound like a hater. If you're talking about not you, but I'm just saying yeah. like anybody in particular, you sound like a hater if you shit on a woman because all she's doing is putting her real authentic life on the Instagram. Some people have better lives than others. Just, it is what it is. Well, yeah, that's why I was saying that. I know her. I actually, so if anyone else came and did not know her and was like, I'm new to her life, they're going to be like, I'm not sure if this is real or not. But again, I went to college with her and I actually worked a real life job with her. So it was- Yeah, it, it was something I like know her life has just eva- not evaluated, um, elevated. Elevated, yeah. And but what we're comparing it to is like the other people on Instagram yeah. where it's like, you know them in real life too. And it's just like, you don't live this luxurious life no. that you portray on Instagram. Like everything is not designer. You're not always like, I just don't like, I just don't like influencers. I don't. Yeah. 
I know. And that, and it's funny. I don't like the, I don't like the thing about it. The, I had a, a, a conversation or deep with how a friend was like, you, if influencers all left, companies were hurt. Some companies were go under. And like you said, they're marketing, they're mark, they're basically marketing. So a company is going to always be okay because they will come up with a new marketing strategy. They always have. We've had TV ads, print ads, print outs aren't as big anymore. TV ads aren't as big anymore. Now you have streaming platforms. So you have ads on that. You have ads on your social media. You will always find a new marketing strategy. Marketing will never be obsolete and go away. It will just, it has to involve with technology and the change. Right. And if it would be sad if influencers went away, but guess what? You know what would have to happen? They would still be social media. They would just have to buy more ad space on it. Right. Instead of when you're scrolling. And maybe that's good. And then it'll look like that because right now people don't know that they're being sold something. They think that they're just looking, they're not able to separate the reality, like someone's real life versus some, a lifestyle that's being like sold to them. And like and, I said, some of it is good because you do have advocates that are like suicide advocates. You know, maybe I'm feeling down and I'm watching this person who's a suicide advocate and that's what she talks about. She puts a number up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call that number and now it saved my life. And I would have never got that. That I is hate amazing. that they're all lumped in together though because they are like even yeah. like social activists, influencers, all of them are like lumped in together. Then you have like scandals like that one influencer who was talking about um, women in relationships that Derek Jean Oh, the Derek Jay- guy, yeah. And he's talking about all these relationships and influencing people on marriage and he's giving all this advice when how he's living his real life is, you know, shambles. Yeah, that's another that is she's a career coach or a life coach or I don't know. And she wrote all these books and it just came out that she's been stealing actually books from black women. Like she's been all her material that she's written was not written by her. And it wasn't by a ghostwriter. She literally took material from a published black woman who didn't have a platform, who wasn't big and now and took it and then made a bunch of money off of it. And her whole lifestyle of her and her husband and her and her husband aren't even together. I just found that out. But again, too, most of my social media, um, when Clinique thinks I follow all these influencers, I'm going to admit something to you right now that I'm not very proud of. Only one person knows this. I don't just follow all these influencers. I follow influencers that I know that is going to give me something I'm going to buy, like Target influencers. I follow 35 Target influencers influence pages 35 three five like our groups our groups are completely different because I'm like no oh well Kendall follows like some of them my cousin but I go to Target Quinny how many times I go to Target and you know why I have a Target bag here look there's a Target bag because I go and buy their shit from the dollar section that's all I want I just want to see what's new in the dollar section I don't got to go to Target now to see what's new in the dollar section they tell me i screenshot the pictures and then I go and I ask the people I go whoever did that is a marketing genius it's a marketing I'm, genius. I'm looking at I love Target I follow 35 of them that Fish is how bad it is I follow all the not all the Bravo pages I don't follow any of the Bravo pages except for Andy and Bravo I follow all the real housewives gossip sites and you know that I send those to you yeah yeah that's I follow different. them that's I more like that's an extension of the 
that's an extension of the my TV reality shows, shows that I watch. Yeah, that's yeah, like I, that's like an extension. I, of I follow the ninety day ones too because those are the yeah. the shows that I watch. So a lot of it I they follow come up because of my Bravo stuff. So I'll see some of the memes and I'll ask you sometimes, like, oh, yeah. what does this mean? Because you, you watch all yeah, that. Yeah, because they'll come on your. I do. I do take a break from some of the stuff on Instagram because sometimes you could just be overloaded by it. Like it's just it's too much stimuli for one person. Yeah. To me. For me, let me not say that. For me, a lot of stimuli. Like before, like I felt like it was all big. I used to read Instagram like a book. I felt like it was different chapters. I was reading different books, and because I'm I'm a reader, and that's just literally how I took it. When's the last time you read a book? I'm reading a book right now. Oh, good. Because I was gonna say, I feel like you have turned more into the social media influencer obsessed person. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) I have taken a step back from my books and I literally had to Quinny kind of said some things to me and I was like god damn it I need to get back into my groove and I realized one of my grooves that put me in a happy place or a place where I could just get away for a while was reading and reading before bed I have a really hard time falling asleep so now before I go to bed instead of getting on social media I just read a book instead that is huge. I, I think that's a good, like, a good thing for your mental yeah, health. So yeah. I started to read like chapters. Also, I was like, I'm reading a book right now. What are you talking about? You know, I'm glad you owned it and didn't just say, I'm reading a book. And you gave the disclaimer. No, like, I okay, gave the like- disclaimer <laughs> because I didn't. I don't even think, no, I did read a book last year. I think I read like maybe three books, but this is from a that person so low. who yeah. used to read 80 to 100 books a year, Easily. reading three books. A I year is crazy. The fact that you, yeah. me in a very different yeah. I feel like you're coming out of 2020. Like I am. I feel like my 2020, like the second we're going into second quarter, I feel like. Oh, put me in coach. Put me in coach. I feel like the first quarter was still a little rough. And I heard that from a lot of people. And now that I'm moving into the second quarter, I want to say that I'm like getting off the bench and I'm sure, you know, I'm sharing and I'm getting put in the game. And I feel like I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Because I went back to like even my Instagram pictures. And my 2019 was lit. I wasn't at yeah. home. You weren't at home. I wasn't no. at home. But in Chrissy was outside. I was, 2020 I was. And I think it was just a mix of like, Atlanta definitely was open, but of still the whole thing with the virus. And it's still the thing with the virus. But at this point in time, like you just have to move on. You, yeah. you know? Basically, CDC gave the maybe risk. not even move on. It's just like not move learn on to learn to live during it. Because I said that during day. all of it, everyone all was right. like, "How come you haven't stayed at home?" I'm like, "Because like I want to live my life." Like yeah. I, and you know what? It was during the pandemic. I think oh, who said it? It might have been Dave Chappelle, but I think I might be wrong. It was a comic, and he was talking about like your life, and he was like, "If you look at life at how many summers you had left." you would think about things differently like or even with your parents they're like let's say you have parents who are in their 70s or something if you knew you had only five summers left with your parents like how would you act and when they said that I'm like oh my god like I I have five summers before Lily's 10 yeah that's it I only have five of them yeah that's not a lot you know like these years like they in totality I can't even believe that I'm um, 36 and I was just like, 
Oh my gosh. Like I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm 26. <laughs> where is time gone? You have to live your life. You can't live for regret. You can't Mm-mm. spend time. Mm-mm. But like we get boggled down with like our bills and our worries and things like that. And I literally feel like you just have to go out and you have to live. And like I said, oh, so like my second me? quarter, I'm just going to send it to me. What did my- you say? You were like, like, you sent me it or something. Something oh, about take that vacation time, take that PTO. Like, remember that thing you sent me? Oh yeah, the guy, I have it. I'll read it. It says, um, Lord, where'd it go? Did it disappear? Okay, I posted it. Maybe it's not gone. Oh, that is so weird. It disappeared. But it did say, um, oh, no, it didn't disappear. Duh. I sent it to one. We have too many little chat thingies. Um, it says, this guy said, I quit five jobs. I gave a two-week notice each time. I was let go each time before the two weeks were up. The moral of the story is we are all replaceable. Does your employer really care about you? Is that extra work um, worth it? Is that mandated overtime worth it? We're all disposable at some point. Go home and spend time with your family. Use your vacation time. Take a mental health day. Hit the gym. Make time for your hobbies, interests, passions, and personal development. Make time to live your life because we can't get our time back. Right. And that is true. We can't get our time back. So we should all go live our lives. We should. Yeah. Which, um... We will. <laughs> exactly. We will go live our lives. That's why I'm going to live my best Nashville country living, bar hopping, um, birthday celebration from my friend Tony's life this weekend. Um, I leave on Friday. How fun. Yeah. I leave in the evening though, because a person um, that is driving with me is... Um, can't get off of work early. Um, okay. And so we're just going to leave in the evening. It's not. So I just realized, so Nashville is like a three and a half hour drive from me, but technically we gain time when we get to Nashville because we're not in the same time zone. Um, <laughs> didn't know that. They're in central time. So, oh, so it, you gain an hour. Yeah. So we gain an hour. And I was like, interesting. Um, but yeah, so it's like, yeah, like three and a half hours, um, pushing, it's like driving to Vegas basically. Um, so I'm, we're going to have a great life and you're not going to, and it's going to be a real authentic life. We need to disconnect from influencers and live our true lives. (laughs) Except for there's like three, um, not three influencers, um, cause these girls don't really influence. They're more of social media content creators. They actually create content for social, for, for influencers. That's literally the job. Um, one of the girls goes to Nashville a lot. So there's a bunch of places she put on in Nashville. And I'm like, oh, I want to go there because I've never been to Nashville. So I'm- cool. You know what else you can do that's not on there? You can YouTube and it's like, hey, first time visiting Nashville. And they'll put together a compilation video of all the places that you should visit in Nashville. 
So yeah, other but Arnold's, that, that is so true. Do. And I do YouTube. No, but there's other places. I know that you do. I've already went to go. Maritza went in November, October. So I had screenshotted a bunch of places she went. And I was like, oh, when I go to Nashville, that will be great. Hopefully one of my friends. And I was just going to say that you just highlighted my second point. Or you have real friends who've really been there. And they can give you their real opinion. Yes. And I know it is not you know like I reached out to her like hey listen and it's not being salty I think that's the thing I don't like like if you like if you go somewhere and I see you went I'm gonna call you and be like hey piss how was this and you're gonna tell me like oh it was good or oh the food sucked or it was just good ambiance but not good drinks you're gonna tell me the real review the people that are reviewing stuff on social media are gonna tell you everything's great you have to be there you're missing out if you don't go yeah. It's not a real review. That's true. I mean, I go and read the real reviews. I go on Yelp and things. Exactly. Like I know that, that you do. Read, I, like, I know that you do. So. Which is why we don't go to Instagram restaurants anymore. Thanks. Shout out to Chrissy. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> I still go to Instagram restaurants because I just want to see what it's about. And it's, I mean, most of the time you can read the Yelp reviews to say their food sucks. And that's okay. Because most of the time I'm going for the ambiance and a good drink and are an overpriced drink, I should say. But if you go once, you just don't go another time. That's it. Well, yeah, but if we're going somewhere to plan a vacation, I don't want to use one of my off days on a vacation thingy. We, I'm saying we used to like say, oh yeah, we saw oh, this Oh yeah, Instagram let's go here. Like, mm-hmm. We really did learn our lessons because you're being sold an amazing time, great food, even if it's not. So That's true. What are we cheersing to this week? Um, to life, I guess. Can I cheers to you? Can I do that? Oh, yeah, you can cheers to me. I would like to cheers to Chrissy because Chrissy has had a tough year, but also an amazing year at the same time. I feel like you've grown so much as a person. I feel like you're growing into this Black woman activist. That I didn't even know that you were up until last year. You know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> it's inspiring. Like any, yeah. everything that's going on, like even into like politics, like you're put, like, I feel like you are finding more of your niche about things. And mm-hmm. some of these things are not as positive as other things that you've been associated with, but I feel like you still stand your values and your grounds and you stood yeah. up to some really tough people about, you know, your personal beliefs and it's inspiring and it's influential to me. So Yes. Look at, and you're not a self-proclaimed one. Someone else is calling you one. Someone called it to me. I'm not, but that is great. Cheers. Yeah, I'm excited about my next quarter. So me too. Me too. I wish I was drinking right now, but you know, know. we're not at the moment. But cheers to that because I will. Clink clink. Shut up and wine. I'll give that to you. Who's who's your shut up and wine? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to see like has anything really pissed me off this week? Are people? Um, Oh yeah, Lindsey Graham saying racism doesn't exist. She did. He did. (laughs) Wait, isn't Lindsey Graham a girl? No, Lindsey Graham, the like conservative like politician. I think he's a a send like a a senator or something like that. Maybe he's not, but he's in politics. Oh, I was going to give it to Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> oh my God, for running for governor of California? Yeah, for running for governor of California. And then also for 
I feel like, um, like, I know she's a Republican and where like most of her family are not Republicans, but she tweeted this thing. Um, and then I also feel like now celebrities and anyone just feels like they can just run for office. And I'm just like, you guys can't like, you can't, I know like Arnold Schwarzenegger was once the governor of California, but his wife also has, comes from a political family. She has a political background. So to me, it was like, oh, it was a shoe in like, they're all, you know, from politics. Um, but she tweeted something about um, prison reform and not having prison reform. Sorry, saying we shouldn't be letting these people out of prison. And um, I feel like it goes against everything Kim Kardashian. And, you know, I'm not a huge Kim Kardashian fan. I've only become a fan of hers after all the prison reform she's done and actually chosen to do something on her platform. Cause I was like, you guys have all, my whole thing with the Kardashians, they have all this money and they choose not to do anything with their platform or say anything, which they don't have to do, but you should, you're so influential, you know? And I feel mm -hmm. like Kim Kardashian finally has done something and it's been great. I don't care what people say or like, oh, she's doing this for fame. I don't give a shit. She's getting these people out of jail who should not be in jail. So <laughs> yeah. So um, she said she needs to, we need to be tougher on crime. She put, um, we are sending our Gavin's district attorneys across California are releasing danger, dangerous criminals back onto the, our streets. Enough is enough. This is what I want to change. Recall Gavin. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with people shutting up and whining about it. She could be added to the list too. But Lindsey Graham said, um, I guess President Biden had made a speech and said something about, you know, Americans' greatest, you know, stain is the systemic racism mm -hmm. and, you know, the injustices. And he's like, no, America does not have a problem like that. Just no. And he's an older white man. And he just said, no, no, no problem. No problem with racism at all. Just black people. America does not have a racism Black problem. people just keep getting shot by cops and- Asian people are being Asian people are getting beat numbers. up. And yeah. Getting no racism problem. Mm -hmm. We no had to change brands and change mascots for things because it was overtly just racist. But America has no racism problem. So you know what? Yes, he can shut up and whine about it because sir, you are just so disconnected to reality. Um. Oh my God, someone literally wrote, sorry, I went and looked it up. Someone wrote, I told you it was a thing. So Lindsey Graham is trying to tell us the sky's not blue? Yes, yeah, he said he's green. And, and I don't ask you no more. That's what he said. Yeah. And then he says the yeah. president should stop criticizing America. Um, kind of his job to do since he runs America. So if he feels like there's a problem with America, wouldn't he criticize America? No, he's one of those employees where they're like, don't talk bad about the job. Don't talk bad about the job, even if there's a, a bad job being done. Like you're part of the problem. And why do you have a culture like this? Because instead of speaking about the issues so that you can, you know, have change, you'd rather just say, nope, no issue at all. Wow, that is- You bad apples. I didn't even okay, know you said apples. that. Like, I'm so reading yeah. it. I'm so into yeah, it. Yeah, you bad apples. Yeah, um, Lindsey Graham's racist comments are it are a danger to America. 
Um, this is crazy. crazy. I watched the news, but you know, I haven't, my mom's been home, so I haven't. You're probably like, Quinny, how do you know this? Yeah, how do you know this? And I don't, I haven't been watching the news. My mom's been making me go to Target. (laughs) Well, I, um, my mom is super connected to this stuff and she's the one who told me because it pissed her the fuck off. I love that comment that says he's trying to tell us the sky's not blue. Yeah, he just because he was just like, no, it's not true. We don't have a problem with racism. <laughs> like what? We all of like, how have you been all living? Our problem yes. with racism. How yes. Continue. Yes. We literally just had a trial where yes. a cop has been sent to jail because yes. of our problem with racism. Yes. So it was kind of insane, but you know what? That's another topic. We'll save that for next week. Oh my God. So yeah, shout to wine to both of them. They seem like they're both in the same category. They're both they Republicans. Nothing gets Republicans, but stupid Republicans. You're so funny. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Broken Bougie Podcast. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.